Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello everybody, welcome to the Instant Match Reaction after Liverpool beat Arsenal by three goals to one at Anfield. Paul has just done the Red Mentions. If you're watching this live, go back and check out the Red Mentions show after that and go and check out the goal reactions as well on the watch along. Um, while you're here, drop a like on the video please, Paul. Mm-hmm. Uh, a bloody good evening's work, my It friends. was. Uh, you know, we talked in the build-up about this game, massive game. We talked for weeks about Liverpool's start to the season, a very, very inenviable first three games. And we also said, but if you can come out of those three games unscathed, how well that sets you up. Well, obviously, Manchester City got absolutely tonked by Leicester, so yep. that's great. And that was a little thing that was maybe clinging into the back of our minds going into this game, that you know, I think they were eight points behind us after eight games last season and they're on course to be very similar already which is great um, Liverpool just need to keep winning and Arsenal because we'd lost those two games in the last two times we faced them Community Shield being a, a, a bit of a friendly notwithstanding um, I uh, that added a little tinge to it and Liverpool just turned up and dominated and any of these things of like like last week last, last week it was well Chelsea had 10 men for 45 minutes and they did so it was hard to judge just how good Liverpool were Arsenal had 11 men uh, and we absolutely wiped the floor with them. Tonight. It was a dominant, dominant performance from first minute to the last minute for me. You know, obviously, Robbo, Robbo's mistake aside, other than that, I thought we were brilliant. Jürgen's even just had a little bit of a to-do with uh, Roy Keane, uh, and he said, I heard Mr Keane say we were sloppy tonight, but he must have been watching a different game. We were exceptional tonight. The football we played was absolutely exceptional. There is nothing bad to say. And he goes on to say, it is really early in the season. The performance is absolutely wow. I have to say, which is just as Jürgen a, a, a line as you're going to get, isn't it? Wow. But he's right, isn't it? It was a dominant performance. I think, you know, in all in all facets of Liverpool's game tonight, I think the goalkeeper was one of the best players on the pitch. You know, made big saves when he had to make big saves. The defence was brilliant. Question marks about Joe Gomez going into the game. Would Fabinho start at centre-half? Obviously, Thiago's not available. Paul, what did you make of Joe Gomez's performance? He was exceptional. Absolutely exceptional, and I've never really understood it. I, I, well, like, no, I understand the Joe Gomez criticism, not of him, but that there's always got to be one player who's the scapegoat in the team. And I think what happens is what you, we're so used to the being weak links in Liverpool's team that we we look for them when they're not necessarily there, and, and if they are, they're fractional margins. Joe Gomez has had a couple of like iffy performances here and there, like like Virgil Van Dijk. I've seen him have actually even the most imperious centre halves. I've seen him. He had a, he gave away a goal against Leeds United. He gave away a goal against Arsenal at the Emirates at the back end of last season. It happens. Joe Gomez is class. Like he's he's twenty three years old. He's he's England's best defender. I think when you consider it, like Harry Maguire, I know it's, it's slim. It's shit, Harry Maguire for a start. Yeah, he's absolutely shit. But Paul, go, go on. Sorry, carry on. But he's he he gets a little bit of criticism sometimes, and I think we. I think we don't do him enough 
justice. I think he's I think he's brilliant. And today showed you everything that, that Joe Gomez can do. He, he reads the game really well. He's very, very composed. A couple of times under pressure. Look at how much we, we made Arsenal shit themselves playing out from the back. There's two or three occasions where Joe Gomez basically rolls two men and breaks down the field. Like crap defenders can't do that. And that's the thing. We we laud Matip for doing those types of things, don't we? Uh, and Matip steps forward with the ball at his feet. Matip doesn't do it when he's got two men around him like Joe Gomez. He almost slalomed at times through those players, breaks out in, into the midfield and then gets us moving. But not only that, like Pierre Mikobamarang was a non factor today. Mm-hmm. And he's not we've not played Arsenal really, and he's been a non factor, not yeah. for a long time anyway. So for me, that's what you've got to do. And and the question marks going into the game where from a Liverpool defensive standpoint, can Joe and Trent stand up to Lacazette and Aubameyang? And the question was answered, you know, it was they were unbelievable today. And Aubameyang got a chance eighty something minute and did absolutely nothing because Joe Gomez slid and blocked the shot again in the penalty area. We, we did what you needed to do in that game and actually it was intensity because I think Arsenal, as much as Arteta's rebuilding them, the DNA of Arsenal Football Club is to be a massive shit house. Mm. Look, because we know how much, how many of these teams, this team is still here from the Troy Deeney, you know, like he was going, going on live on national television and saying they just don't like it up them and there's lots and lots and lots of those players who are still there who've still got that left like that lingering in their mentality Sadio Mane going in big very early on and you saw it match all over the pitch Liverpool players just being more physical maybe slightly too in some instances and I think people you know I'm sure there'll be one or two people not Liverpool fans who are a bit upset about it whatever maybe we would kick off in, in reverse but we're used to seeing Liverpool go toe to toe physically with sides they don't bow down and you can see there's a couple of moments I mean we did it to uh, Bellerin mm-hmm. got 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 knocked these are not lads who, who who perform well in those circumstances they get angry and, and they lose composure they lose the focus and Aubameyang was one of them he was being he got physically outmatched and moreover and you talked about this in the build-up to the game, how do you stop him? You cut off the supply to him. He just didn't get the ball. We let Ainsley make Niles have the ball, and I would I would hazard a guess that he kicked it out for a throw-in with about 75% of his touches yeah. on that game. Yeah, yeah. The, the funny thing is, before Aubameyang's chance in the sort of final few minutes of the game, it wasn't until probably between the 70th and 80th minute where I think it was Maitland Niles knocked a little ball over one of our players to Aubameyang, who picked it up 30 yards outside the, from, the, from their goal kick line. So 25 yards into their, into their half. And that was the first time I really saw him with the ball at his feet. And this is between 70 and 80 minutes or something. That's how good a job we did. And, you know, we talked about, or you just mentioned there, Arteta's identity as an Arsenal side. Well, Liverpool's identity was on show tonight. Liverpool's identity is this pressing monster of a side. And from the first minute till the last minute, Paul, we absolutely had them on toast. We were asking them to play it out from the back. We were pressing them high up the pitch. Mo Salah nearly scores from a goal, the goal keeper playing it across his goals. One of the things that you're told when you're a kid and pressing didn't exist when we were a kid. Jockey them existed when we were kids. <laughs> yeah. Now it's pressing. Don't play it across your box. The goalkeeper played it across the, his box. I think it was. Well, I think it was the goalkeeper. Maybe it was a centre half. And Salah nearly gets in the end of it. But that happened time and time, time again. Rob Holding passing it to Sadio Mane or Mane nicking it off. Rob Holding. It didn't matter where we were. They were playing those goal kicks. They were playing them out to corner flags. It was going to Trent or Fabinho, and Liverpool were on the attack over and over again. Mm-hmm. What's your question? 
Well, there's no question. <laughs> yes, I've waited years to do that. Um, right, yeah. No, uh, we um, again we talked. Pep Linders were going on about the pressing and what have you. And we we were talking about it. We, you know, you asked me the question after the Chelsea game, like about the, the Chelsea passing out the back, and we talked about the tells, and we said it again in commentary today because we're dead clever. Not really. It's just fucking blindingly obvious. There's just Liverpool play this counter pressing style, and what they do is you look for signs that it's working, and exactly the same as the Chelsea game. They, they shift to they shift to proper goal kicks, so they, they get a little bit edgy and they go right. We're just going to clear our lines for a bit. And Liverpool love that because if you go long against Liverpool with Fabinho and DM and Virgil Van Dijk at centre half, and what, what what's Lacazette going to do? Nothing. Uh, nothing. What's Aubameyang going to do? Not. And he should be better than that. He should be good. Yeah, yeah he's but he's not like storage. He goes for the ball like storage. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Absolutely. And so we 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 ate that. We ate them alive in that regard, and then we just slowly crushed the life out of them. And then you you tell number two is one of their backline panicking and kicking out for a throwing and we did that to them time and time again and they get in their own heads and they start to beat themselves and it became inevitable uh, it's just annoying that we had to go a goal down really well this is it that you, you say about their defenders making mistakes and stuff but it was our defenders who made the first mistake <laughs> yeah. wasn't it you know the balls whipped across well, I don't think it was a particularly good ball you called it in comms during the game you know? it's a shit ball it's all shit it's a mouth. shit ball it's shit defending it's a shit strike and the goalkeeper's <laughs> shit because of it and that's how it ended up in the back of the net and I'm sure there'll be loads of Liverpool fans at home going fucking hell I can't believe this and I was saying like I can't believe this did you like, feel for a second sh- no, wouldn't because I don't it. fucking ever doubt this side yeah. it doesn't matter if you go 1-0 down or not that isn't part of who we are part of who we are is coming back and getting control of the game and like less than 5 minutes later Mane stuck the ball in the back of the net hasn't he and it's Mo Salah who, who, who hadn't really been a factor in the game up until that point Paul he gets the ball he rounds his man he gets his body in front of him has the shot Leno knocks it out Mane sticks in the back of the net and from then on there was only going to be one winner yeah 100% you know and again it goes back to that uh, I've said it in a couple of places before but my dad used to tell me about his Liverpool side and he'd be like don't score against us or you've either scored too early against us or just don't bother scoring against us because you'll just piss us off and that's but this Liverpool side's like that like that Right, oh, what, you're going to make us go and score two now, are you? All right, so well, we'll go and do it. If we have to go and do it, like we gave them that goal. Yeah. Like it was, it couldn't, it was completely against the run of play. It wasn't it was even. It first shot. They only had one shot in the first half. Yeah, I think about some of the goals that we have conceded and they've been, they've been well, really well crafted. Like I, the, 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 I think it's the first Leeds United goal. Like you can argue the, the, some of the defensive work here and there, maybe Gomez's position, blah, blah, blah. But I would contend that it's actually a really good ball. It's a really good strike. None of that was a factor in Arsenal's goal. It was it broke down the down the down the left hand side. Maitland Niles plays a terrible ball that misses Virgil Van Dyke misses. Andy Robertson just does I don't even know what he's trying to do. I, he, I can only surmise he's trying to control it and it goes back and then again Lacazette scuffs it and it loops like out of reach of the goalkeeper. Any any one of those like the the odds of all of those things going wrong in that sequence to lead to that is mind boggling. So it's not something that Liverpool should be down hearted about. So they just go right now, Sam, we're the dominant team. Well let's just go and let's go up a gear and prove it now. And that's where they are. And that's the difference in class between the two teams. Sadio Mane was was brilliant, deserved that goal. And um and, and Andy Robertson, you know, getting it. Yeah, exa- exactly. you know, and, and again it's the second time that I can remember now where the fullbacks have set each other up. Up for a goal, isn't it? You know, Trent Alexander Arnold, a brilliant, a brilliant ball in, but it's Virgil Van Dijk that opens that up. It's a, it's an unbelievable quarterback esque ball over to the right hand side. Nice play. 
Trent Alexander-Arnold whips the ball in and Andy Robbo's killed himself to get from the halfway line, you remember, and gets into that box, gets his finish on it. It's 2-1. And then it's all about game management there from Liverpool. I don't think we were ever really in a place during the game where maybe you could argue two minutes before the end of the first half, Arsenal started to maybe yeah. get into our box a little bit more. They had a good first five minutes of the second half, but Liverpool just took the ball off them and, and controlled the game, really, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, you know, Arsenal, Arsenal are a good side. We're sitting here and we might sound like being a bit prickish or antagonistic or whatever. Look, Liverpool are much, we're just much the better side today. There's no there's no other other um, shape in that one. But Arsenal are a good team. You know, Aubameyang's a good player, Lacazette's a good player. Um Holden looks a good Fucking player. He does he looks very very solid? Like um, you know, the same can't be said for his airline, but that's fine. Uh, or Bolden. Um, no, he was fine. Uh, look, the Arsenal. Arsenal are a good team, but they're a team in transition. They needed to create a game plan to to do something to Liverpool today. They wanted to play us on the counter attack, but we just. Oh God, because we just ate them alive. Like it was just like it, pay, it must have been painful to be an Arsenal fan and watch that because their their game plan crumbled before our eyes. We did exactly the same thing to Chelsea. Teams are going to try and do this against us. They're going to challenge us with breaking them down. And look, if you've got David Luiz and Kieran Tierney, and you you were saying this before, and Rob Holding, as much as they're all fine in their own ways, you can't play like that against Liverpool. No. No. Not, with those Not against the side who is so relentless in their pressing and are so good at it because they've been doing it for so long now. There's just no chance that Arsenal are going to be able to do it, but he's trying to instill this philosophy into Arsenal. So I understand that you can't just throw the baby out of the bathwater for the odd game because they'll be better next time for going against Liverpool and trying that and they'll maybe play with probably less confidence, to be fair, having had a, a, an absolute beating from Liverpool. Um, but you know what? And there's another thing before we wrap it up. We've got a few more minutes before we do, Paul, and, and I want to get into some of the comments and stuff, so leave me yours. And thank you. We'll get to you. Anyone who signed up to be a Redman member um, over the course of this show, we'll get to you in a minute. Uh, but real bright spark is obviously Sadio Mane goes off in this game. Mm -hmm. And that's not a substitution that we've seen a lot when the game's on the line at 2-1. Diogo Jota comes on for his Premier League debut for the boys and he just hits the ground running, doesn't he? Like, you know what I mean? And Mo Salah creates an incredible opportunity. Then he takes one away. Um, from him as well, which is just infuriating. Yeah. But what a fucking first 20 minutes or something from Diogo Jota. I, I, you know, he played longer against Lincoln. So he played longer against the worst team. And I didn't really get a sense of him. I'll be honest, in, in that game, I was looking for something to kind of go, ooh, just hang out on something. Yeah, and I, don't really, I didn't really get that. My God, the man was like a walking like hat rack <laughs> in that game. Just whipping at to land them on, land them on different body parts. Um, yeah, I mean, what a what a cameo! He could have a hat trick. He, he, you know, you're right, Salah. Salah just <laughs> run. And, and I said, and uh, you know, I think if he finishes the first one, I don't know that Salah. Doesn't let just let him have the next one. I think there's maybe a bit more confidence. Salah hadn't scored, so he would have also definitely there, taken a definitely shot. a factor, but. Um, like, we've been crying out for this. Divock Origi's got a good break glass option. So that's, you need to freshen things up. You need to, you need to put Mo Salah into the centre-forward position. You need to get an extra, you know, just someone who can get a shot off and score a goal. We've seen the important goals Origi scored, but we keep saying, like, stylistically, he just doesn't suit what we do. Jota has just come on. And remember all the analysis, like Anfield Index did a lot of this and, like, how he matched up almost perfectly with what Sadio Mane was at Southampton. I saw that. 
I saw exactly that. We had a guy who, who was pacey, direct. He was getting his body in the way of things. He was causing Arsenal offense. But he was arriving in the right areas. And with, with when Arsenal was starting to tire, when they're just like, we've clung on here. Maybe we, and they've had a couple of opportunities. Lacazette's had them good chances. He's gone off. They've got Enkati on. Who's you know he maybe may go on to be a great player, but they've made the team worse by bringing mm-hmm. him on. Same with Pepe from William. To be perfectly honest, even though William wasn't that good. And they're thinking we might just still nick something, and then we've dropped. We've just brought this lad on, and our level hasn't dropped. Our level has actually gone up because we've brought someone who does exactly the same thing, but he's got fresh yeah, legs. Yeah, I mean, the, the the one thing that Liverpool fans have been crying out, we've been crying out for for so long now as a fan base is a creative midfielder is is number one, but the second one is four for three for the striker, you know, for the forward positions. And it looks like, look, I know we're only like 60 minutes in, not even 60 minutes into his Liverpool career, really. (laughs) But it looks from that cameo like we've got a four for three. You know, he's slotting, and you're exactly right. The press was there, his levels were good. He he kept getting on the end of things. Mo Salah managed to find him in the box. It was a really clever position. He just basically just hid at the back of the penalty area, waiting for the ball. And then he finishes with a plum, you know, from a corner, I think it is. But it's Mo Salah's way again you know two massive parties played in two goals obviously the first one um, and then the the last one in the 87th minute Diego, Diogo Jota scored and he pegged it to the byline to stop that ball going out of play that's something that Mo Salah doesn't get enough credit for mm-hmm. if you ask me because he's running as fast as he can to get that ball in Pulls it back, sends Alexander Arnold, whips it in, and then and then I think it's David Luiz heads it out and Mo finishes. Tracked back and snuffed out a moment of danger in that second half as well. I think it was Aubameyang was completely unmarked at the back. They worked a couple of chances. It had gone back out to the right hand side, and it was like Aubameyang's completely unmarked, and Salah comes in and, and, and tidies it up. Like they're the little moments everyone thinks about him for the goals, but his all round work rate was great. Jota, yeah, it, it was telling. I think the way Liverpool approached it, you know, we put them under pressure, wouldn't let them pass out from the back, and we talk about Liverpool relying on the crosses. Mm-hmm. We had, you know, we against Arsenal last time, we overused them a little bit, and we have done. We've been guilty of that when things don't quite go our way at times. We by the time we started using them in this game, we had them hemmed in such that. If their headers away weren't perfect, we were ready to pounce on the second ball. That's how Jota gets his goal. Luis doesn't clear his lines properly because they're at panic stations at that point. Mm-hmm. They're just they're, they're desperate for air. They're trying to do anything to not not concede. They're playing on the edge in Liverpool. Uh, like, you know, again, if you ever have it when you're exercising, you, you, particularly you get older, but it's sore, you're sore, you're stiff, and then you get into your rhythm and you st- the muscles start to warm up. Liverpool with that, Liverpool, the breathing was regulated and, and Arsenal was just ragged and looking to hold on and Jota typified that and uh, that is how you make it at your Anfield day. Let's have a, a couple of comments but first I just want to thank Chuck the Bucket uh, who became a first teamer thank you so much for that one um, Sipsco01 who also became a first teamer thank you so much think there was one more. There was maybe one I missed from earlier, maybe a Johannesburg. Or we had a couple like of upgraded that. memberships as well. Uh, if you guys, if you Scott are, Schultz, uh, maybe? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, and, and, and someone else who I'll find out in a moment. But yeah, you upgraded membership to club captain and or, or club legend here means you get the final word show. So it's like this, except more of us, and we get to talk for even longer about Liverpool beating Arsenal. 
And that's available to club captain and club t- legend team members on YouTube and, of course, to all subscribers on the RedmenTV.com as well. Jack Needham as well in the comments. Alisson proved exactly why we paid so much for him. Nothing to do all game, but comes up when needed. Uh, Xbox Gamer just says, lucky. <laughs> um, Scott Schultz said, yeah, it was me, Paul. You publicly shame me into upgrading. You're happy now. Yeah. Um, it was the gaming ram who upgraded as well, by the way. Yeah, oh, so lovely. Thank you so much. much. And listen, thank you to everybody who's watching live who's watching after the fact drop a like on the video it really does help us and if you can help us in any way if, if, if it's becoming a member or buying some of our incredible merch like this Premier League Champions number 19 Ooh, GTA inspired mug that we've got on the go oh, yeah. uh, we also do that in a t-shirt you can get t-shirts from our store from under the video you go direct to the shop as well modelled by my beautiful assistant Mr Paul Machen uh, over there it's been an absolute pleasure tonight uh, we've beaten Arsenal by three goals to one Liverpool nine points out of what a start to the Premier League season thank you so much for joining us and I've just realised I'm the one who has to click it out Uh, so we'll see you next time on the Red Men TV for another game with Arsenal Hey it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to Quince I'm snagging high end essentials like cosy cashmere sweaters sleek leather jackets fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com.